Hi everyone, thanks for hanging out with us. My name is Kat Shear and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial and after that, our followers will get their first month free when they use the code ClydesdaleFreeMonth at mobilitymovement.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And today on Meet the Athlete, we are chatting with Atlas Games semifinalist, Gabby Ocker. Gabby, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for taking the time. Um, mm -hmm. I stalked your Instagram a little bit. Are you already in Canada? Yes. Yeah. Great. So we landed this morning. Your adventures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been great. We, um, I'm glad we had some extra time to explore old Montreal and um, get settled before check-in and go time on Friday. Perfect. Um, according to your profile on the CrossFit Games website, you're 25 years old. You're from CrossFit Solidarity, and you've been doing this a bit. Um, this will be your ninth season at CrossFit. And I want to start with sharing this picture for yeah. everyone that's on your Instagram. This says, this is a picture of standing in front of the sign for the 2013 Mid-Atlantic Regionals. Since then, my dream has been to compete at the elite level. This was in 2020 when you're going to compete in some semifinals. So how did you get into CrossFit? So my mom was actually the first one that started CrossFit. Um, okay. uh, she tried it out. And um, at the time I was a senior in high school and it was field hockey season. And she said, Gab, I think you're really going to like this. Um, and so I started my senior year of high school. Um, and then I moved to Charlottesville to go to the University of Virginia. And um, I was lucky enough to find Solidarity CrossFit. And they've been my biggest supporters and um coaches that have gotten me here. Awesome. And you're no stranger to semifinals. Like I mentioned before, you were at Mac in 2021. Mm -hmm. And during the sanctional season in 2020, before the yep. world, uh, you know, evaporated, literally three weeks um, before the world shut down. Right. So you <laughs> yeah. did strength and depth and Norwegian CrossFit. Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, like three weeks? Yes, three weeks I think apart? they were about three weeks apart. Okay. Um, talk about how hard that is to do. <laughs> I mean, I think what um, the most challenging part is the travel and the right. jet lag and then also trying to stay in the zone for so long. You know, after London, it, I didn't get much of um, time off or much of a deload because we had to stay um, in pretty good shape for to make a decent showing at Norway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did you and, and then you had an appearance at Mac last mm -hmm. year? Yep. Um, which was the actual semifinals. Yeah. And so that felt like a much bigger deal. I think that um, everyone agrees that semifinals feels more like regionals and the sanctional system. I think, I mean, everything has its pros and cons, but I think the sanctionals presented, um, I don't know, personally, like maybe some concerns about like legitimacy of competition or, sure. you know, are people gaming the system to try to see like what the easiest one to qualify through is, but now that it's much more formal in semifinals, it feels like regionals and it feels um, like you're truly in an elite group of athletes. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like um, the programming at MAC last year um, 
was beneficial to you compared to some of the other ones that you saw? Because at that point in time, there still wasn't any shared programming, right? Mm -hmm. It was still, you know, choose your adventure sort of, and you may or may not have gotten a choice of where you went to go went. So how did that programming affect you? Do you think? Um, Well, so (laughs) last year I went through a lot of major life changes. I chose to do it all at once um, six weeks before the Mac. And so Honestly, I was just really grateful to be there. And um, I mean, the programming I thought was really, uh, the workouts were really hard and challenging. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I'm much more looking forward to all the workouts now that I've had a normal training season leading up to competition. Yeah. So my next question was going to be sort of like, what has changed with your training from Mm -hmm. the end of Mac in 2021 until now? I think that... um, after the Mac and after my life had kind of settled down, um, I remembered how much I loved training and this has been my most consistent training year. Um, you know, I, I've missed so few workouts. Um, and I've been really lucky that I was living in Colorado at the end of, or after the Mac. And then I moved back to Charlottesville in November and, um, I've had a consistent training partner, Sydney Turner, every day since I've been back. Um, my coach, Connor Duddy, he's competing as well, um, nice. and he's in solidarity. Uh, and so, I mean, this has been the best um, training year and really kind of the best year of my life. So I'm really, really excited to compete. Awesome. Um, clear this up for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking on your Instagram right now. Yeah. You got a note from Hofstra. Yeah. Welcoming you to the Pride. A and long time ago. Yeah. You went to UVA. So how did, whoa, what's the drama there? Uh, I, it was, um, I think uh, in high school, I played field hockey and lacrosse. And um, there was a chance for me to play lacrosse at the collegiate level. Uh, but I ended up um, choosing the more academically challenging school. Um, okay over Hofstra. And obviously I'm really grateful that I did, uh, because I don't think I would have, um, discovered CrossFit without, uh, being at UVA and finding solidarity. So did you, so you were going to play, you were going to play CrossFit, you were going to play field hockey at Hofstra. Uh, I, I, the plan was to try to play somewhere in college. I think Hofstra Mm -hmm. was an option, but, um, but I didn't choose to do that. So where were you living before college? Before college, uh, Northern Virginia is where I grew up. So okay. Alexandria, yeah. And is Charlottesville home now? Charlottesville is home now. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Are you a full-time athlete? I wish. Um, no, I'm really lucky that I work. Yeah, I, I'm lucky that my job is very flexible. Um, I work as a consultant for a small um, firm that's based out of D.C., but the work is 100% remote. Um, and, uh, clearly I have the time to put into training, um, as much as I want. Yeah. Now you say a firm, is that like confidential or you just, Oh no, it's just a small, uh, it's Neptune consulting. Um, it's just not one of the big, uh, um, companies like Deloitte or. Oh, when you say firm, you mean a consulting firm. Okay. I thought you were just being very vague, like, Oh no, 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 no. Like do you work for the government or what's going on? Not that. Um, I wanted to share this note. Um, this is really cool. This is a note from your mom Yeah. Um, that you found on your desk. And it just says, I wanted to tell you how proud I am of you for speaking up for yourself today. I'm so lucky to go through life as your mom. 
She sounds awesome. My mom is really great. Yeah. Let's, let's dive into that just a little bit. You've got a lot of sweet pictures of her Mm -hmm. um, on your feed and everything else. What you said that she introduced CrossFit to you. Yeah. So she, um, she had been looking for something to kind of change up her fitness routine. She had been running for a while, but I think that had gotten stale. And Mm -hmm. so when she found CrossFit and she fell in love with it and she's, I mean, both my parents have been athletes their entire lives. And um, I think CrossFit allowed my mom to express how much of a strength and a power athlete she is. And um, that's where I got all of my strength and my power and my coordination from. Um, And we joke that I got my mental strength from my dad uh, because my mom and I would both prefer just to sprint 50 meters and then we're done. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, and, uh, my parents have always been extremely supportive and, um, and we're very lucky that we get to, they're here with me, but, um, that we've gotten to travel the world together for this. Yeah. So were they with you in Europe when you did those other? Yeah, I was, my dad got to go. Um, and I think I have a post on that and my, or on my Instagram, but, uh, Mm -hmm. my dad got to go with me to London and Norway. Awesome. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, three of your four Instagram posts, your very first Instagram co- posts are of either dogs or cats. Yeah. So I know we're going to be friends just right off the bat because <laughs> animals are everything. I'd rather yes. probably spend my time with dogs and cats than people most of the time. Yeah. Tell us about your brood right now. Who co-currently do are you taking care of? Well, so I had to, um, I have a dog now personally, uh, and his name is Miko. He's a Bernese Mountain. He's mostly Bernese Mountain dog. And I mm-hmm. got him at the uh, like March of 2020. Um, and he is the light of my life. He's so precious. I know I have so many pictures of him um, on yeah. there. I think I have two um, highlight reels dedicated to him. Pull him up right now. Hold on. I'm oh, getting yeah. all. Keep going. Who are these guys? These are, are these your parents' dogs? Yeah. Um, one of them, unfortunately, is no longer living. But right oh. now, Miko is hanging out with Danny, um, who's not super psyched to have a two and a half year old running around. <laughs> is, it, is he a little older? Is he a senior dog now? Yeah. Danny just turned 10. Um, okay. Oh, wow. And Miko is so far from 10. And Miko's, you said, is a Bernese mountain dog? Yeah. He's mostly Bernese. Um, and uh, I got him at the, or March of 2020. So kind of right when, yeah, there he is. Um, right when COVID started and, um, it was really special because, you know, the world shut down. And at the time I was full-time at solidarity. And so I got to have him with me every day, you know, training by myself. Yeah. Which means we both have some pretty severe separation anxiety, but (laughs) did those shoes survive by the way, after you took the picture, you took, (laughs) um, uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I have a picture of my dog, um, who he got into my RX marker jump rope and like shredded the handle, you know, which is like the most expensive part of the joke. He couldn't have just bitten through the cable or anything. He had to do that. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to show everybody this picture, uh, this video because it's super impressive and you've got a big, a big lift happening, uh, next this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I just want to show everyone how easy this, uh, split jerk looks. So this is a PR at 245. Yes. I mean, and it looks like 150. Hello. Oh, thank you. Good gracious. Okay. 
So would you say that you are more of a strength athlete than a engine athlete? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'm working every day to turn those type two fibers to something closer than to type one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I walked into CrossFit with a lot of, um, uh, raw strength and, um, and I've worked on technique for a long time and, um, am really grateful that the strength workout this year is a clean and jerk. It's my favorite hands down. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you done like a, have you done like a mock weekend training session? Yeah. So we, um, I think we did it, uh, maybe a week after the, or maybe when the semifinals started. Um, but, uh, my coach Connor Duddy works with training think tank. And so we did the workouts, um, that he had done with at his training camp with them. And, uh, but that was before we had found out any of the, um, standardized workouts, but we've practiced, uh, the legless rope climbs or iterations of them and gotten some practice on cycling barbells. Okay. Yeah. What do you think your, your biggest hurdle for the weekend is going to be? Um, it doesn't have to be a workout. It could be a, yeah. you know, a uh, mental thing, a nutrition thing, whatever. Yeah. I think um, mentally just reminding myself that it's hard for everybody. I think it's easy when workouts get hard to start having a pity party. Like this is only hard for me. Um, everybody else is breezing through this, but reminding myself that it's supposed to be hard and it's hard for everyone. Right. And that's a good way to look at it. Going to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Any takeaways from some of the semifinals that have already happened that you've had a chance to observe? Presumably you've watched a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I've watched a lot. It's funny. Sometimes it makes me more nervous and other times I'm like, Oh, that's a good, you know, like whatever I see somebody do, like, especially on the legless rope climb workout. Um, I think kind of like what I said, like seeing people struggle and reminding myself again, like you belong here and it's going to be hard and that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I can do hard things. Um, and then just little things like, especially in the legless rope climb workout, like gauging what time I want to hit and then seeing, you know, the girls like have time to jog the 170 and not, you know, it's not a sprint by any means. Um, uh, and you know, little things like that. And obviously it's been very, um, impressive to see like Tia's performance and, um, Mal and Danny Spiegel, um, Amanda Barnhart, uh, you know, so. Yeah. Where do we, do we know where that workout is in the weekend? Yep. It's the last one. Oh, so they're doing all our games. Real fresh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, we got to see it at syndicate and Mac and at a completely different place too. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to, it's hard to sort of compare. You can't compare apples to app, you know, apples to apples with something like that. No, I don't think at that point, um, in, uh, the weekend, like you can compare. So, yeah. And is the big lift on day one? No, I think that, um, will be Saturday night. So again, like you've Mm. done three, um, but there's not a lot of squatting. I think, I know there's lunges on Friday, but I think our legs will feel pretty fresh and um, it'll be kind of a go by feel thing in the warm up area. Yeah. Will you be squat cleaning any of those reps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably. I mean, I think it'll depend on how I'm feeling in the warm up area, too. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty confident in my power clean, but I also know that my legs can handle it um, if I choose to squat it. So. 
Have you ever split clean? Did you see that a couple times in the past? Uh, I didn't see anybody see split it? clean. No, I've never done that. <laughs> so I saw it at, um, I think I saw it at Syndicate. I saw a guy do it at Syndicate and I saw probably another guy doing it um, at Granite Games. And the commentators were saying something about it, but I felt like it was more of just a, a way to save your legs a little bit, right? If you had to squat clean and you're really good at split cleaning, which clearly takes practice and you don't want to be like, you know, hmm, yeah. let's try this today yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but it was an interesting strategy to maybe save your legs for those squats if, if squatting maybe isn't your strong suit. Mm-hmm. You know, thought it was cool. I tried it a couple times. Super weird. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. Um, so what would you say your sort of ultimate goal for the weekend is then? Uh, to trust myself. To trust that I can do it and to stay really present um, and uh, – remind myself that it's about the effort and, you know, I have an idea of where I want to end up on the leaderboard, but um, it's much more about walking away and knowing that I did the best that I could. Yeah. I think that's really only between like you and yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a better way to approach it anyway, because Mm -hmm. anything else sets up some weird expectations. I feel like they're out of your control. Exactly. Yeah. I have have no control how the other girls are going to do. Right. Um, Who's getting your coach's pass? Uh, my best friend, Megan. Okay. Yeah. She, she knows what to do. She's oh, gonna... She knows exactly what to do. She brings the okay. right kind of energy I want. We have matching nails this weekend. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're vibing. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun with her back there. <laughs> awesome. So last question. Um, what would you like people to be saying about you after watching you compete this weekend? Like, man, that Gabby Ocker, she's blank. She's got some grit. She's not just strong. She can do other things too. <laughs> that was three things but yeah 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 grit grit's probably the most I love it yeah I love it okay well this has been fun to get to know you Gabby we wish you all the best um we won't be there in person but we'll be screaming through the tv um cheering you on and uh hope you enjoyed this little get to know you make sure you stay in touch with us Clydesdale Media yeah I really uh, appreciate it uh this I assume if this does not go your way this weekend will you be continuing to pursue this CrossFit thing yeah, I can't, okay. I can't imagine stopping. And I, um, I think my favorite memory actually from the Mac last year, Becca Voigt was competing mm-hmm. and she and I were in lanes next to each other. And in the corral, you know, we started talking and I'm like, yes, I know who you are. You're Becca Voigt. <laughs> um, but I said, you know, I, it's really cool that Tia and Brooke and all these other big names are here, but you know, God, you've been doing this so long and, um, and to me, that's really impressive. And, and I said, and I can't imagine myself stopping. I can't imagine a time where I'm not going to love this. And she said, you never have to stop. Yeah. So yeah, whatever happens this weekend, I'm going to try to go back next year. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, we'll be watching. Best of luck to you, Gabby, again, and yeah. thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too.